beginning is a very delicate time. Know then that it is the year 10,191. In this time, the most precious substance in the universe is the spice melange. The spice extends life. The spice expands consciousness. The spice is vital to space travel. Hello and welcome to this episode of the 5Ws podcast. Today we are looking at the new Warner Brothers release, the much-anticipated June, based on the novel of the same name. With a film about to get its Australian cinema release this week, it's definitely appropriate to take a look at it. So let's get started. I'm AJ, and I'm here with... <laughs> so let's begin. Who? Director Dennis Villeneuve and... Lead actor Timothy Chalamet, I think is how you say his name. I think name. Chalamet, I think that's, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I noticed today there's also a strange spelling of Timothy with two E's at the end, but whatever, um, are the main stars of this show. But the film has such a broad and excellent cast overall. What? June, the 2021 version of this epic story. Where? Set mainly on the planet Arrakis, also known as June, which is a desert planet. <laughs> When? Set in the year, oh, geez, 10,191. This is our universe in the very far future. Why? <laughs> well, um, the novel was originally published in 1965 and is a fan favourite because of its sci-fi elements. It also has some mystical elements as well. That, that hasn't played up so much in the first film. It will be more so in the second. This is the third time this tale has been brought to the screen. In the 1970s, cult filmmaker Alejandro Jodorowsky, I think that's right, I don't really care, um, <laughs> attempted to make a film based on the novel. After spending almost three years in development, the project was cancelled due to a number of factors. Thank God it was cancelled. It looked like there were, it was going to be a giant load of shite, apart from the Chris ah. Foss ship designs, it was good. There's a whole documentary just based to that failed production out there, whole movie-length documentary. Just oh, wow. I've we'll actually sat out. through it. It's, it's a good documentary, but it looks like the film was going to suck. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> the first successful attempt was the 1984 film directed by David Lynch, which has an interesting reputation that we'll be looked at in another podcast. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll do a comparison another day. I, I just want to focus on this one for now. So then there was a TV miniseries for the Sci-Fi Channel, in the early 2000s, and I've never seen it, and I've no real interest in seeing it. Oh, uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, James McAvoy's in it, and a few other people. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Everything I've seen from it just looks really cheap, but that's just my opinion. Okay. So now <laughs> we have this film, which is striving to be popular with audiences, as well as being closer to the original vision of the original Frank Herbert novel. Have they succeeded? Let's find out. Some background first. The year is 10191, and human civilization has spread out very far into the universe. The civilization is divided into a number of houses that rule the various worlds. Overall control of the universe is held by Emperor Shaddam IV, who does not feature in this film, but should in the next. The two major houses we focus on in June are House Atreides, 
led by Duke Leto of House Atreides, who is governor of the ocean planet Caladan. The other major house we focus on is House Harkonnen, sorry, led by Baron Harkonnen. Their main planet of operations is known as Gedi Prime. Prime. Yep, Gedi Prime. But they also control what is the most important planet known to man, a world officially known as Arrakis, popularly known as June. You can tell this was originally book a book, and that um, the author didn't really care about pronunciations because he just <laughs> threw all this stuff in there, and you're there, and anybody's there like what? And there's even more difficult words coming up, but whatever. So, okay, Arrakis is a very harsh desert planet, but is important because it is the only source of an element known as melange. Um, the name is not mentioned in the movie, however, which <laughs> is typical. Commonly known as spice. Spice has the power to extend human life and a few other things, but it's also critical for interstellar travel. So it is the most valuable resource in the known universe, giving massive power to whoever, to whoever controls its harvest. Harvesting the spice is very dangerous and difficult. It is found in sands on Arrakis that are guarded by massive sandworms, creatures that, are that can be hundreds of metres long. A very risky venture, harvesting the stuff. So as the story begins, Leto... Atreides has just been assigned by the emperor to replace House Harakonin as the rulers of Arrakis. From the outset, it is obvious to Duke Leto that they are being set up to fail in this venture, as well as being led into a trap by the emperor that could mean the end of House Atreides itself, but they have to do as the emperor says. Leto is apprehensive, but sees the political advantages of controlling the spice planet and forming an alliance with its native population, skilled fighters known as the Fremen. He just hopes that he has enough time to forge this alliance as it might give them the power to fight the Emperor and the Harkonnens. Time is not on Leto's side and he knows it. Now, normally this would be enough of a plot to prop up any good book or film, but this is not the case for Dune because the bigger and more important part of the story is happening right in Leto's household and to be honest, he never really knows it. He gets a sense that something's going on, but he never understands the full extent of what's taking place in his family. Leto's concubine, not wife, Lady Jessica, is a member of an order known as the Bene Gesserit Sisterhood. This is a group of women who have, who have some powers in regards to mind reading, mind control techniques through the, vo the voice. Eat that, Obi-Wan, lol. <laughs> and predicting the future. But their ultimate goal is the creation of a super being known as the Quizak Hatterak. So Duke Leto's son, Paul, he's a young boy, but he's not quite a man yet, has been starting to have dreams and visions of a possible future on Dune. He has seen many times a beautiful girl who is somewhat a mystery to him. In his visions, however, she seems to know him, but he doesn't know if she wants to love him or to kill him. Over the course of the film, it becomes clear to lazy lady Je lazy Jessica, <laughs> clear to Lady Jessica and others that Paul is showing the signs of being different, somewhat special. And when he travels to June and is exposed to the spice and the sandworms as well as the fremen, it becomes clear that there is something very special about him indeed. Duke Leto and his family travel to the June, try to set up their own sand mining operations to extract the spice, but they are quickly betrayed and the whole world falls apart. I don't think we should go into all the details of this film here and here and now. It's quite complicated, and we just want to get to, you know, ch chatting about it and stuff. So, um, 
Let's start looking at the good points and bad points of this modern science fiction epic. First thing I want to ask you, because uh, we haven't talked about it too much, could you understand what was going on okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. That's that's always something that bothers me about something like this because I've seen except, the original. Except the only, sorry, except the only thing I didn't understand is why, uh, what's his name? How, how, uh, Drax's boss. Yeah. <laughs> so what was his name? Baron Harkonnen, yep. But why they were taken off, like why the emperor wants to fuck them over and why they were sort of taken off June so Poe gets... <laughs> So Poe so, so po gets is, wiped is, out. Um, yeah, I, that's the only thing I don't understand. Poe, Leto, is a very popular person with, with all the other great houses, and the Emperor sees him as somebody who could possibly take over. So ah, it's, gotcha. it's, it's just okay, jealousy, cool. Cool, jealousy cool, cool, and greed. Yeah. That's the only reason there. So there's a few other things that I will explain as well. So, yeah, but like I say, having seen the film, the original film multiple times, having read the book, having read all the books, um, I, I just worry about other people coming along to this and going, oh, but, but, but. Well, I, I, mean, I, I probably should put my hand up, uh, li the listeners. I have not read the books. I have not seen the original film. And this is the, my sort of main introduction is actually this yeah. movie. Yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought they actually did, excuse me, a really good job in making this sort of entry level, if you know what I mean, and not mm. making it inaccessible to people who don't know anything about it. Like I say, there's still a few things they missed, and I'll talk about that later, but but that's coming from me who's a bit more of a diehard. So you know what I mean? It's 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 yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a bit of a reverse situation because usually when you go we go into comic book films, you're all over the comic books, and I'm not so mm. to how I see them. But yeah, anyway. So let's go on the good points about this film first. I just think it looks amazing. It's it's oh. just got this fantastic look, and I can't wait to see it in the cinema. Villainer, villainer, mate. It's 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 oh. it's you can it's it's him written all over it. You can see, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, like the colors, the 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 sort of the landscape uh, yeah. shots. Um, you can see that that like you know it's obviously his signature. I, yeah. I assume he probably uses the same um, uh, cinematographer uh, who, who shoots shoots the stuff I, I think for him, so, because, yeah i'd yeah, assume yeah. but yeah because like seeing like june um sicario uh, arrival blade runner 2049 it's just it's got him written all over it you, you, you know the elements of, of his eye are, are, are yeah. shown you know you, you know you know it's him yeah um i i haven't seen sicario that's a good film oh yeah highly recommend it yeah it's great yeah. Because I was just looking that, that not because any Millie Blunt's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the guy who did but, but um, Josh Josh sorry Josh Brolin's also in that. Like he, he's probably one of the main characters. So that's probably how he got his June gig. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. How that <laughs> um, I'm just looking at the so Greg Greg Fraser is a cinematographer. He did Zero Dark Thirty. I haven't seen. He did Lion, which I think you have seen. Um, oh, the Aussie. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. he, oh, he's Australian. Oh, yeah. Australian. He's an Aussie cinematographer. Go, goes goes without saying. We produce some of the best. Uh, yes. Rogue One. <laughs> he did the movie Vice. Uh, he did some work on The Mandalorian, and he's also the cinematographer the up for the upcoming Batman film. So he's got oh, a, a really yeah. good pedigree of yeah, and oh, good resume. <laughs> yeah, really good resume. So 
Aussie mate. Yeah, it, it is. It is that, that, that sort of thing. We have had a lot of real, produced a lot of really good cinematographers in the past. Mm. Um, so yeah, the film looks amazing. Special effects, I thought, were just awesome. I, yeah. I thought they were just done in a way that it wasn't really obvious CGI. You know what I mean? It, it's no, it looked. It just looked natural. Like yes, you know, I know yeah. that we've we've had issues like in Shang Chi. There was a little bit with the dragon. Yeah, sort of the water yeah, sort exactly. of thing in. Yeah. Uh, well, Venom. We'll talk about that another day, but God, that looked absolute shit. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Yes, great yeah. designs, awesome um, visual effects for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of the technology in the film um, has a, that sort of worn in look, um, which also mm. helps with the special effects and that sort of thing. So there's lots of dust flying around and dirt and dirty ships and you know, dirty equipment. And, and it just really helps these things to give it that grounded sort of look, which was really important to this film. And, and once again, when you, when you look at the special effects in the 1984 one, it's like, oh, they're really letting the side down. <laughs> uh, they, they, okay. did, they, they did the best with what they had at the time without using ILM. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it, 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 oh, God. Next, I've got the, just great design work in the film. The ornithopters, which were the sort of helicopters, the flapping wings, they look, I'm gonna say they look fucking amazing and are really cool. Um, once again, I don't want to sit here comparing to the original, but in the original, they couldn't have something flapping wings, it was just impossible in 1984. But these things just oh, look so, like- so that 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 ship is an actual uh June ship, like, like it wasn't sort of created for this movie. It's an actual, yeah, yeah. yeah the like Dragonfly it's, it's, it's ones, written yeah, in the yeah. books as, yeah, oh, written okay. in the books. Oh, cool, meant cool, to cool. have flapping wings, and it caused, you know, oh, they, okay. they just couldn't figure it out for the 1984 version. How do we do something that looks good with flapping wings? They just couldn't do it. This, they said, well, let's look at dragonflies and that sort of stuff, and they just went for it. And it's like, oh, that works so well. It just looks really cool. The Arakeen City was really great. It was good to see that the way it was once again. wasn't realized too well in the original. Um, the spice harvesters look great. I like the Harkonnen design for their spice harvesters, which were different. Um, the sandworms were really designed well and that sort of thing. Um, and, and that was, you know, that was one of the crux sort of things. Like if they don't get the sandworms right, it's going to be fucked. So, <laughs> but they got that right. Um, excellent costuming, re- really good practical sort of looking costuming without looking too to science fictiony and that sort of thing the the still suits you know the suits they were in the desert they they ultimately ended up looking a bit like what they were wearing in the 1984 movie but it was just that common design sort of thing it was hard to avoid yeah beautiful direction that, that yeah as, as we've observed before just some shots in particular i'm just sitting it's like oh, i want to take a good screenshot of that that'll be a good background yes. sort of stuff. <laughs> all, all that sort of thing so you know you, you've got all these elements right it had a muted color palette very in keeping with the desert look and not mm. commonly used in today's cinema. Usually it's the temptation to have really bright colours and that sort of thing. This had deliberately dull sort of colours a lot of the time, especially out in the desert and that sort of thing. But everything looked in place. So, yeah. Sound, I thought it sounded amazing. Big booming sound effects and all that sort of stuff. And Hans Zimmer working on the soundtrack. I've always loved Hans's work. Perfect <laughs> as always. I thought he said he wasn't going to do any big blockbuster films anymore. But there you go. Um, some very appropriate Eastern sounds, but Dune itself, the original novel draws on a lot of Eastern mythology and that, so that's appropriate. So the main thing we'll talk about here, you know, a fantastic cast has been assembled. Mm. It's mm. just, I honestly can't find fault with any of the casting in this film. It looks like they somehow managed to get, grab every appropriate actor that was suitable for the role. Cause you know how 
I remember when um, the Watchmen was going to be made and everybody kept doing these lists of here's who I want to see playing the Watchmen characters or when they're doing the X-Men, here's who I want to see the playing the, you know, X-Men characters, things like, you know, De Niro playing yeah, Wolverine yeah. and that sort of stuff. And, yeah. and, and yeah. this is that sort of thing. It, it, it's just a perfect list of people um, playing each part. Most of the major cast members I noticed have done their time in the Star Wars or comic book film franchises. Um, so it's really <laughs> cool to see them being drawn together. This So first we had Timothy Chalamet as Paul. Um, he was really good. He was in um, Interstellar actually playing, um, what's his name, Son. What? Yeah, playing the young version of, oh. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, playing the young version of his son. So he was in that. So oh. he's been coming through for a while. So and he, he's he's done a few other. So films I've, I've seen him in yeah Ladybird. Is where I haven't I seen Ladybird. First, no, no, uh, I, Lady I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Um. Then we have Rebecca Ferguson as Lady Jessica. Uh. Paul's Benedict's her mother and courts consort to Duke Leto. That that that's actually a really tough role, and I thought she actually did a really really good sort of thing with oh, that. S- smashed it. Yeah. 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 She 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 just had the right look. She had the right attitude, and her acting. Yeah, you know, I personally think she should be Academy Award, Award material for that sort of thing. Um, she was just so good, but she probably won't. Sci-fi be. man, yeah, yeah, sci-fi. <laughs> forget it. I know Oscar Isaac as Duke Leto Atreides. I, th- I thought it was actually some of his more subtle acting for a while. Sometimes he goes a bit over the top. Sometimes, but I thought he was pretty good in this one. So I was happy with him. That Josh Brolin as Gurney Halleck. Um, that was the role that Patrick Stewart played in the original Dune film. So that was oh. that was some very <laughs> okay. big shoes to fill. But he did a really, really good job in that in that role. Just you know that grizzled sort of thing, you know, all that sort of stuff. Stellan Skarsgård as Baron Harkonnen. I was a bit worried when I heard that Stellan had the role because he's been also doing a bit of overacting, I think, in a lot of Marvel stuff and things. But <laughs> he was good. He's just really good. Just just yeah. I I hated him meaning. I loved how he how he portrayed the role. Like yeah. you, yeah. you want you hated him like yeah. for what he did, yeah. what he's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, That's fantastic. Yeah. He's great at that. Um, David Bautista as Raban. Not much screen time, but he, he did do a good job with what he had. But it's it's the sort of thing I think you probably get a bit more screen time in the next one. Zendaya as Charney. Now they kind of shoehorn her in a little bit because in the book she doesn't play too much of a part in part one. She is in the dreams ah. and all that sort of stuff. But I, I think they bumped up her role a little bit. And that's why I think the film ended where it did. So they could have more of her at the end sort of thing. A mm-hmm, lot of people are jumping mm-hmm. up and down about where it ended. It's like, oh, I probably should have finished a bit sooner in the book. But it's like, no, because she, she's a major selling point for the film. That's that's how she's going these days. So, um, yeah. David, oh, mm. <laughs> I want to say Dalmatian, but it's not. <laughs> Although <laughs> Dalmatian, yeah, just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, as Peter DeVries. Great character, but I just, you know, it's like, oh, he's playing such a great character. He's going to die so early. It's like, oh, no, oh, spoilers. <laughs> but but he, he was really good in that part. Um, Chang Chen is um, Dr. Yui. I don't know if I've really seen him in anything. That was the guy who betrayed them all and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, um, I, don't, I don't think I've seen him before, yeah. that, I, that I know of. Yeah, and that was, and, and once again, a, a role that, you know, it was a good role. He played it well, but he just wasn't going to get much screen time, but the way it goes. Mm. Sharon Duncan Brewster as Dr. Kynes. Uh, that was originally, that was that, that's one of the ones I was jumping up and down back because that was originally. Well, that's what you were telling me. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, that. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a part originally played by Max von Sydow. 
he was great in it as well, but she was really good too. So oh, initially, yeah, initially there was a bit of jumping up and down about her playing that part and that sort of thing. But oh, I, I just thought she was really good in it. Charlotte Rampling was good, but she didn't, you know, once again, a, a small part. Jason Momoa, I really did enjoy him in that role. I, I thought he was really good um, getting to play the hero and that sort of thing. And, and you know. Is, is he like that in the books? <laughs> Um, that we, we, we were slightly we were slightly joking we were watching it and that he yeah he, is that sort of like he was being Aquaman but he was actually just being Jason Momoa. <laughs> so oh, I, I know, I, I know. know. You know, with the whoa, sort of. <laughs> he, he, he's he's very um, yeah. His his character is one of the more personable people, and uh, I don't want to give you any spoilers, but um, he's dead. Come on, man. <laughs> he will be back someday. But in, what? In a, <laughs> zombie? He must be a zombie. Well, well, he won't be back in the next film, but if they do a third film, he should be back. So, okay. uh, but it's a long and complicated story. His character is the only one in all six original books. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, and, and they go for thousands of years. So his character plays a really important part. So it's, it's the sort of thing he actually landed himself a pretty plum role there if if they do decide to make a, like I say, a wow, adaption okay. of um, Dune Messiah, he will get to come back. He will be strange when he comes back, but it will be him. But um, I, I, everybody loves his character. So I think Jason was a really good choice for that role because he he has to have that sort of lovable quality to him. I know he was, you know, playing it as Aquaman and, and just playing it how he plays it, but it's appropriate. That's that sort of thing. So, yeah. Okay, cool. No, 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 yeah. no, no fault to it. It's just sort yeah. of like, you know, it was, yeah. it was, yeah, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Javier Bardem as Stilgar. He was unrecognizable. <laughs> I thought he was, he That's was really same. I was like, I know that face. I know yeah. that face. And that voice sounds familiar. And then I sort of had to, I went, yeah. And then it sort of like the, you know, the light switch mm. went on in my head. I went, oh, that's, that's yeah. boom. Yeah. And as you were saying, like, this is mm. such a great cast. Mm. And it's, and I don't want to sort of say, I don't think anyone really stood out. Like it, it was like they did their some, roles and yeah. they were fantastic. Like it wasn't sort of like, you know, yeah. it wasn't like, you know, like, you know, Tom Cruise in the Mission Impossible. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he's, you know, center stage and everyone mm. else is like background characters. I think mm. everyone had a purpose in this. And mm. that's why I really enjoyed it. Like it just mm. sort of, it was just yeah, so it, well it, done. So it, well acted. Job, so yeah. well, well, car. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. I, I, you know, I, I personally, like I say, I, I think there's some, Oh, my internet's unstable. I think there's some Academy Awards stuff here, oh. but I don't think it's going to happen because it just doesn't happen. And, mm. you know, for science fiction films, which is wrong. I, I think even artistically, this film, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it probably will get Academy Awards in the technical sections. Which oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Science yeah, fiction for is sure. relegated to. Maybe soundtrack too. Yeah, soundtrack as well, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Cinematography, all that sort of thing. But, but like I say, you know, everybody's doing a good job. Yeah, Javier in this, it was, it was a really sort of like, um, he, was, he was a real chameleon in this role and just not playing how he normally plays these things. He, he was just awesome, really good. I mean, the last time I saw him was in what um, Skyfall. Yes. Where, you know, he, yeah. you know, he was bang, you know, center stage sort of thing. Here is, yeah. you know, I, it could have been anyone acted, anyone could have been acting in, the, in that yeah. role. And it was like, oh, it's, wow, yeah. it's him. Wow, yeah. you know, okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Once again, he should he will have more of a role in the next one, but um, but but even so, you, you can imagine some actors going, I don't want to play such a bit part sort of thing. But but he, but somehow villainy got everybody in. But I think it's also it's it's Warner Brothers, so it's a powerful studio as well. So you know, and and you know, the the book is famous, and I'm I'm sure you know 
any, anybody signing on to this project would have had you know, apprehensions like, oh, please don't let it be like the 1984 version, which isn't bad, but it's just really different to this. Um, Actually, but- I'm, I, I, you've sort of just brought up something for me. I, yeah. I remember when that you know this this was sort of being um, you know premieres at, at Cannes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the cast were like family, and that I think that's yeah. such a great thing. Like it wasn't sort yeah. of like we just rocked up on the red carpet, catch you later. They all like hung out. They took photos with each other, like in, yeah. in their personal yeah. sort of, you know, yeah. their own Instagrams and stuff. Yeah. To me, it's a little bit like how I guess how um, you know uh, Ray and and um, Poe and and I get yeah. you know, how the Star Wars cut, like most recent Star Wars cast. Yeah. You know, they didn't just sort of just rocked up and were on set and then okay, I'm back to my trailer. They, yeah. You know, they hung out. They they did stuff yeah. together and and that I think that's what probably made this cast a bit more human like you know it does, yeah. they and i think that's why it's worked so well like yeah. it's, it's just so well done yeah yeah well that's the thing and I, and I think ultimately everybody wanted this to work big time you know i'm not i'm not saying mm. people didn't want it to work back in 84 or with anything else in the past but i i think you know i, I think they knew because of the 1984 version that this was going to be a hard sell and you know a, a tough tough job but I, I think everybody they just got them all on board and they just all you know, absolutely gone for it because, it, yeah, just that sort of thing. So, all right. Okay, bad points about this film. Just just not negative, but just things I, I want to point out. Even though with all, with, even with all the work gone into this film, once again, I'm saying this as a book reader, so ignore <laughs> me if you want. It still feels a bit Dune light to me, L-I-T-E. Um, of course, that's a curse of being a book reader going into this sort of thing. The real problem is, of course, the runtime. And for this film to have been more Dune heavy as opposed to Dune light, it probably could have run for about another hour or so at least. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this has sparked debate amongst a lot of fans about the release of an extended cut, which the director is releasing, resisting apparently because he doesn't really do extended uh-huh. cuts. But if there is extra footage, some of which has been seen in the trailer. See, that's the thing. Some stuff turned up in the trailer, just some shots and things oh, okay. that weren't seen in the movie. And, of course, fans are like, oh, you know, whinging and complaining. So I, I just say, why not release an extended cut like they did for the Lord of the Ring films or that sort of thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if, yeah. if, if there's scope for that, or, or just put the scenes on a disc or that sort of thing when you when you do release it. So, And this is going to get a physical media release. Hallelujah. It's not going to be forever consigned to just streaming. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would have preferred just a little bit more. But once again, it, it's had to be accessible. And if they had made this a four-hour film, a lot of people would have looked at that and gone, no way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I understand why they wanted to keep the runtime you know, as tight as they could and that sort of thing. And it's all fair enough. I'm not, I'm not really knocking it, just observing. Um, so there was some stuff that wasn't explained in the movie that probably needed to be explained. Um, the first thing is that they had some laser guns in the in the movie, but they used very minimally. Um, and there's a reason for that because in the book, because you know how they, how they have the personal shields and the shields for the ships and all that sort of thing in this. Yeah. Um, if a laser gun yeah. hits a shield, it causes a nuclear explosion. So, <laughs> so laser guns are something that aren't oh. used too often, but it would have helped, I, I thought, if they could have explained why these two weapons aren't seen. And, and the, you know, and that's why, yeah, there's some projectile weapons, but they're also waving swords about and that sort of thing. So, yeah. Then you had the other thing that needed to be explained the Mentats, which was the human computers. And what's his name? Dal- Dalmatian was one and um, the Atreides had their own one as well. 
Um, the re they have people called Mentats, they're human computers. They just can do a lot of thinking on the spot and that sort of thing because in the Dune oh, universe, okay. computers are banned. Oh. And Frank Herbert did that in the original novel so you wouldn't have technology surpassing the humans and dominating things too much. He still wanted the you know, people to be the focus. So computers are banned. R2D2 is not going to turn up. And, <laughs> and that's why you have people who are, you know, who are specialized, who can do all the calculations and all that sort of stuff required. So you don't need calculators or computers or that sort of thing. Once again, relatively minor point, but something they could have explained. Would have been more to would have been good to know more about the Benny Gesserit, which is the priest's order that um, Paul's mother belonged to, and all that sort of thing. Uh, more background for Doctor Yui would have been good. He was one of the more tragic characters in the book, and also explain why, as family, as far as the family is concerned, he should not have been able to betray them. But he did. But I, I just think they needed to explain a little bit, bit of that stuff more. And the actor mm -hmm. who recently passed away, Dean Stockwell, he actually played that character in the 1984 movie. Um, oh, okay. So there you go. Anything you want to focus on before I go on with some more? Because I think I'm just... I, 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 it's probably a, a, a moot point where I'd be like, I wanted to see... I wanted to hear the uh, Pink Floyd, Hans Zimmer mashup. Yeah, I, I, I didn't yeah, hear it yeah. in this, and I was like, "Oh, come on!" Because <laughs> that, yeah, that was that was not yeah. that wasn't a selling point, but it was beautiful. Like it was beautifully yeah. done. You know, I just yeah. would have I, loved I, to. I missed uh, that as well. Yeah, I, heard I, it. I, yeah, I rewatched the trailer the other day. I was like, oh, it would have been good. It would have been good over the closing titles or something like that. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, the closing titles, closing not title, during the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. During the movie, it'd be a bit distracting. But yeah, you're absolutely right. That's just that's just one thing that I think could have. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right with that one. Um, uh, this is a very nerdy and nitpicky point for me. Um, it's been more than two decades since the events of September 11. So I don't understand why they had to strip out a lot of, lot of the Islamic words from the book and expressions that Frank um, Herbert had incorporated. Um, he used the word jihad to describe the war. And um, oh. so the loss of jihad is particularly to describe the conflict is particularly annoying, but with the side of the um, but yeah, you know, that's one thing that was gone. But you know, we can see the kangaroo mouse at the end. You notice the kangaroo mouse thing jumping around? Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 that'll be explained a little bit more later on. I won't go into that right now, but that's that's a major part. Um, hopefully, one, hopefully one of the major Islamic names of the story will survive in, hopefully that name will survive in part two. Um, some other expressions. I went back and watched the second time and Shai Halud for the sandworms, which is an Islamic expression that did survive. So, you know, there's stuff in there, but like I say, Frank, Frank Herbert looked at world religions in the present day and said, well, what's going to survive in freaking 8,000 years time and just tried to chuck some words into that. Sort is of stuff. he an American? Sorry. I, yeah, I he's American. Know. Yeah, he was an American. American. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Thank you. So, yeah, there are there's undeniably religious elements to Dune, but since the author Frank Herbert was envisioning a human race in the far future, um, the religion in the story encompasses a combination of elements from our society today. Like I said, there's Islamic elements, even a few Christian elements, that sort of thing. It's not Bible bashing, but it's just that sort of stuff. And the focus is the worship of human beings as living gods and how that can absolutely get out of hand. And boy, does it get out of hand in June. But anyway, um, so far, this has generally been skirted around to some degree. They mentioned it slightly when Paul was talking about, you know, worrying about a war going on to other worlds and all that sort of thing. And he was in charge and people were following him and it was out of control. So they're going to have to deal with that in the second film. There was a bit of censorship, I thought. More bloodlust would have been good. 
Although on a second viewing, I noticed that you do, do see that the Baron has decapitated Dr. Yui, which is cool. He's mm. holding his head after he <laughs> attacks him with a knife and then he just drops the head and it's like, oh, mm. so that, that was done well. Yeah. Any other critical points you've got? No, no. I, like oh, I said, I, I, you, you're, you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> For once. <laughs> For once. <laughs> okay. Overall thoughts. If a lot of elements in this story seem familiar, it's because um, the George Lucas borrowed a lot of elements for Dune for his original Star Wars trilogy, not just the setting on the desert planet, but also just uh, some of the things of the Jedi and that sort of stuff so you can see, you know, do have their origins in Dune. Other filmmakers and authors and probably comic book writers have also taken elements from the original 1965 novel as oh, well. So sure. like I say, you can pick up on things like, oh, I've seen that in other things, but it's like, yeah, because it's been... I would say plagiarized, like I said, it's been borrowed <coughs> and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, any other overall thoughts? Uh, I just love it. I, I mean, mm. how long are we going to have to wait for part two? That's down the it's, it's sad thing for me. Scheduled <laughs> for 2023, which isn't that far okay. away. Yeah, that, he, he wants to start filming early next year. So, um, look, I, I think... Even though technically Warner Brothers only gave the sequel the green light only a few weeks ago, I, I think with everything they've put into this, I think they're going to make it anyway. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I, I mean, think I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they sort of, well, maybe they have filmed. I mean, okay, I don't want to, I mean, mm. we're sort of hoping that the majority of people listening to this have seen it. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm going to probably ask, a, a quick, I know, <laughs> let's just say a lot of the cast. Mm. Uh, didn't make it through this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, do they come back? Uh, like, for example, does Cable come back? Because he just sort of seemed to go missing. It's not he actually. He did seem to sort of go missing, didn't he? It's almost like you didn't see him get killed. I wonder mm, what that could mm. mean. I wonder. Okay, that... cool. Thank yeah. you for answering that. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the main one. It's like, yeah, he didn't see him die. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I'm not going to say anymore. But um, no, no, that's all. Yeah, that's all limited yeah. to know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's that's what I mean. It's kind of like you're taking on. I mean, that I mean, that's what I think is great. Like, like you just said, mm. like these all these actors are playing parts where, uh, like, sort of watching it. I don't want to say it was like Game of Thrones, but like you, for next week, you you don't know if your character is going to be still alive. And like yeah. you know, a lot of actors might have said. I don't really want to play this role if you know I'm there, I'm on the own screen for like five minutes, which yeah, Josh yeah. Josh kind of was yeah, but you know you kind of oh, okay didn't see didn't see the body so like you kind yeah. of think well yeah. he's going to come back but like for the way they built up Jason's role yeah uh, Aquaman's I was yeah. kind of thinking oh like you know yeah. oh he'll survive that and they went oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, he won't. But now, now you've you've mentioned that. Okay, yeah. somehow something yeah. happens somehow later on. But happens, not going into details. But yeah, but like just taking on these roles and like you're gone. Like you know, like the as you said, like um, Doctor, was it you? How do you say it? Yui. I thought he, he was just boom. He's gone. I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. and and um, Oscar, Oscar Isaac. He's just like yeah. boom. He's yeah. gone. And and, yeah. and like I was like, whoa. Okay, like. <laughs> This yeah. is, I mean, I'm just wondering, I'm wondering if Game of Thrones took, you know, some elements yeah. from this and, and like, you know, we've, or I shouldn't say 
Game of Thrones. The actual author uh, was it? Uh, was his name R.R. R. Martin? R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he took um, influence from this and sort of like like characters don't have to be, you know, in, in everything. Like you know, you yeah. can boom. I, I'm sort of bored of that guy. Let's let's off him and then you know. You, you you fall in love with another character, sort of, you know, yeah. throughout the, the the show or movie or you know whatever. So, yeah. yeah, there's sort of yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a lot of that in this. There, there will be some characters we haven't seen before, and a few new characters in the next one. We've seen most of the cast. But, well, no, uh, Sting Sting hasn't come in yet. Has he? Well, yeah, Sting hasn't turned <laughs> as, up as yet. you mentioned to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sting, whose character is Fade Rautha, which is the one of the, uh, I think he's one of the nephews of the Baron, or something like that. Um, also, the emperor hasn't turned up yet. Um, it'd be interesting. Oh, you actually see him too. Oh, yeah, well, okay. we should see cool, the emperor. Cool, cool. I'm not trying to give away all these spoilers. No, 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 no. Um, I sort of yeah. mean like you've yeah. told me not to watch the original, mm. and I'm sort of thinking, yeah. I'm sort of I have an itching to watch it just to sort of compare yeah. this with with this one. And and yeah. but but is that like is the original uh, like that's everything? It's the whole first book. Yes. So it first book, and the first yeah. book is pretty much. The main sort of June thing, or like is like is book two just a, a sequel kind of thing, or is it actual is a proper follow, following on, like you know, like it, like, it, follow, would, it follows would, on directly. Yeah, the second one follows on directly. The third one is a few years after, but still has most of the main cast. Oh, that's when we get to the fourth one, pretty much all the main cast is gone, sort of thing. Just 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 one or two characters. So and 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 then it's, then the time frame extends, you know, three thousand years later and all that sort of stuff. We, so, so with the, sorry, yeah. so with the original Dune movie or yeah. the, 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 the the 1984 version, yeah, was that going to get a sequel or did it like Turkey and that's why there wasn't something like that? Like I said, um, I don't know too much about the, that movie as well. So, it, like, other than Sting and, and Agent Cooper in it, that's that's about it. There, there, there's a lot of issues. There was a lot of issues. The first one. There, there was talk of a sequel that, you know, because that, that once okay. again, that the guy who played Cable in the original was like, oh, I'll get to come back someday, maybe. Ah, okay. <laughs> and, and that poor guy since passed away, but he, he was really good in the original too, but once again, played it played it very differently. No, not, not Cable, um, Momoa's character. Um, but anyway, and um, what happened was, okay, yeah, some background on, you know, the original one. The original one, they shot, um, David Lynch shot a massive amount of footage and, and some people have cobbled together sort of like um, bootlegs or like four or five hour versions of the movie using some of the f- footage of his that didn't make it in. So mm-hmm. there, there's some extended versions out there. None of them are really official. David Lynch doesn't want to have anything to do with June again ever in his life because mm-hmm. um, Final Cut was taken away from him and he, he wasn't happy with it. Um, so it, there was just all sorts of problems and ultimately it did okay at the box office back in those days, but not enough to justify a sequel. And um, unfortunately, yeah, I, I look at it and I look at Sting and it's like, I don't think Sting is too bad. They probably should have got more of a proper actor in it, but because of casting choices like him, I think it did help people who wanted to ridicule the original film, um, that sort of thing. So you know, not that I got once again, not that I got any problems with the cast of the original, but but it, it's a very different affair to what we've just gotten. So okay. you know that that sort of thing. So so there, there was certainly plans maybe of going on and doing more. And like I say, Villain was kind of hinted that he wouldn't mind doing a third film based on this. Yeah, you know, I, I think a third and fourth film you could 
get away with with pretty much this cast once again once once you get away from that it drops off so so like sorry how many books is there again sorry okay there's six books written by the original author frank herbert and and that six books is this storyline like this whole storyline yeah this canon this storyline since then what we've and what we've just watched Mm. is book is book one book one yeah now the, the oh, okay. issue the issue is and 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 I dread to mention it the original author's son and another guy have written some other Dune novels, some of them set afterwards, some of them as prequels. I'm not going to read them. Um, some people like them, but most people don't, and I'm just not interested. You, you know, it's just that unofficial sort. Of, just just it's just money making. So and and they had to be careful with this film not to draw on elements from any of the prequel books because they're unofficial. They're they're not official official canon if you know what i mean so you got all that sort of stuff to muddy the water too so yeah no i just thought like could they film back to back but not for six or five more movies i I would have thought maybe for two more but like yeah yeah, for two more it'll make sense but i I don't think they're gonna do it they they probably should have shot one and two back to back you know what i mean yeah yeah because then yeah, you know, like they did with the Lord of the Rings movies, and then, and then mm. you're locked in. Yeah, then then the studio can't jump out and say, "Oh no, no, we don't want to do this." It's like, well, the second one is filmed, you know. And and going back to going back to the Lord of the Rings, I, I don't know if I've told you before. The first movie, Fellowship of the Ring, the money they made from that covered the budget for all three films. Funded the other ones, yeah, yeah. yeah. Funded the other ones, and it, it's so as soon as you know, once the first movie was made, everything after that was pure profit. So I, I think that just shows how you can do it if you're brave enough to do it that way. Because, mm. you know, they'll, they'll commit a shot all three back to back and that sort of thing, which made sense. It, it's still amazing that they took put that much faith in Peter Jackson just because, you know, studios are like they're freaking, you know, you, you, watch, well, you watch enough episodes. Well, we, know, we know one was uh, turned into an orc. So like. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Um, David, David Lynch actually had a... Um, David Lynch had a cameo in the original Dune as well. <laughs> so oh, he, he was driving the sand miner. He was cool. <laughs> he got to have blue eyes <laughs> and everything, the bastard. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So, okay. Uh, I'll just do the second point. Um, this film's done a lot better at the box office than I expected. I, I just thought it'd be a flop because Villeneuve's Blade Runner was pretty much a flop. And yeah. I thought it was a good film. Oh no, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't but, get but me it's, wrong. It's yeah, just yeah. that sort of thing. Being a good film these days doesn't guarantee the box office that you want or need. Um, I, I just thought it'd also be a flop given its complex nature, but it's done pretty well. Um, I and think we've I, had to wait over a year for it too. Well, that's like it was thing. supposed to be October last year, wasn't it? I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I think I think COVID has also held it back somewhat from better box office even. But since it's out on streaming, mm. I'm sure it's done really well that way. And I'm sure they'll be hoping that uh, um, its success has meant that Warner Brothers had has greenlit part two of the, of the first book, like I said, which is great. That's fantastic. And yeah. There are talks about a third film based upon Dune Messiah, which would be awesome. Personally, I doubt they'll get to Dune Messiah, but if they do, that'll be a bonus. We just have to wait and see what happens here. It, it, it's, it's just that sort of thing. I, I think that Warner Brothers is hoping by 2023 when the next one's supposed to come out that fingers crossed, no thanks to Omicron or Delta or anything like that, um, <laughs> or, whatever, what, or whatever other Transformer they want to name it after, the next <laughs> variant, uh, <laughs> um, fingers crossed we'll be through the worst of this shit with um, COVID, but we'll, once again, we'll have to see. Um, so to me, this is easily the best adaptation of Dune. It's certainly not perfect, but 
if they film the entire novel word for word, we'd be have to we'd have a four hour plus film to sit through, which is not a good <laughs> idea. I'll give it four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Four out of five. Just yeah, go check it out. Go check it out in a big, nice, big, loud cinema if you can, which I am planning to do probably multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> so because, uh, you know, it, it's not often you get a film where you just sit there and you're just kind of, oh, this is so good. I'm, I'm really annoyed at the moment when Sydney does not have a functioning IMAX because I've heard it's really good in IMAX as well. But okay. um, since our IMAX is probably at least a few more months from opening, we're going to miss out on June and on that screen, which is unfortunate. But yeah. So any other comments you got? I think we can nearly wrap this up. Nah, just like, yeah, do yourself a favor. Go yeah. and see it. It's yeah. great. It, it's um, great. It's, it's refreshingly different. Like, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's it's not the same as everything yes, else. Yes. Yeah. It, for it's, what's for what for what's out there at the moment? Yeah, yeah, it's different, and it's and it's a good different. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to describe it, actually. Good different. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, just yeah, do it on the big screen. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll catch you next time. Is there a, like a June sign-off? Uh, <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> the only one I can think of is from the um, David Lynch movie, but I have to double check that it was actually in the novel. Well, I, don't, I don't think anyone can see me doing the, uh, was it the, the chest and then the knife to the head sort of thing, whatever that is. <laughs> well, I'm not going to do Picture me doing that, people. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to do the litany against fear. That always sounds like you know, the fear is the mind killer. That, that's really good. And that's definitely in the book. Um, yeah. There, there's all sorts of things that, um, yeah, once again, Lynch Lynch invented some stuff for the 1984 oh. <laughs> movie. He completely invented some things for it with, with the original author's approval, mind you, but he, he completely invented some things. And if you mention them now in the, on the right Facebook pages, people go nuts. It's like, that wasn't in the book. It was only put in the Lynch film and all that sort of stuff. But once again, that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> we'll do a proper <laughs> comparison and look at it. But but yeah, I, I'd definitely say to you, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd say wait until after the next one before you check out the 84 movie. It, okay, it, all right. Just, yeah, 84 <laughs> does a whole lot, but then it goes off on its own kind of strange tangent. So yeah, just just hold out. <laughs> so yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, no sign off. So bye, everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>
But their ultimate goal is the creation of a super being known as the... Stop, I'll do it. Quizak Hatterack. <laughs> Quizak Hatterack. <laughs> That's all right. That's probably the worst one. There's a few others. And forming an alliance with its native population, skilled fighters known as the Freeman. Freeman. He just had... Oh, sorry. Fucking Freeman. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> as it might give them the power to fight the emperor and the Har Harkonnens. Harkonnens. 